This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we are talking to the man, the myth, the legend, Logan. And we are here to debunk all of these conspiracy theories that have been going on about this man and get to know him on a deeper level. But first, you know how we do. we got to get to our hot take. So, Mike, I'm going to pass it over to you. Well, you called him the man, the myth, the legend. Isn't that Superman? But he's Wolverine. He's Wolverine, man. Uncanny resemblance right there. He's Wolverine. But let's get into these hot takes. Brian, you start us off. By the way, I want to say uh, your wife, my big sis, Rachel, looked amazing at the VMAs. You beat me to the punch, man. You beat me to the punch. You saw you saw that reel she put out. I mean, she was she was the showstopper right there. Of course, she should have been on the red carpet, not necessarily working, but that's how she does, man. She makes money and she hits the events, right? You no, know, that's the Rachel, way to do it. Rachel, what she does is she will learn every aspect, and then she's going to take it over. That's yeah, what Rachel she's going to get that bag at the same time. <laughs> you said sure. As long as baby bring home that bag, I'm good. I'm blaming Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of my wife, um, there's actually been a new trend on TikTok lately that I wanted to ask you about where spouses are actually sleeping in separate bedrooms. And for whatever reason, that's actually helping their marriage when you would think, huh, that's not healthy, right? But okay. they actually are making it work. So what do you think about spouses sleeping in separate bedrooms? You want me to go first? Let's go. I asked you, brother. Okay, easy. Uh, the ultimate answer is, you know, whatever works best for you in your relationship. Who am I to tell you what to and to not to do, right? Within yours. Now, within mine, is a little <laughs> bit different. Okay. You know I mean? Now, of course, never been married. Uh, I have been in a, a long relationship to where we live together and we slept in the same bed together. And... There was a period of time to where we didn't sleep in the same bed. It wasn't a healthy situation when that took place. Wait, why was that? That you weren't sleeping in the same bed? Um, we so became conflict. Yeah, we we had conflicts. Okay, okay, we had conflicts. Um, we became roommates. Me personally, I like to engage in uh, physical intimacy, and so therefore, I would not want to engage in some form of physical intimacy and then leave my girl. I feel like aftercare is an extremely important thing, and I'm probably going to want to hold my woman uh, if she wants to be held and just be with her. Now, that being said, if my girl snore, I hate to, <laughs> Grandma, I love you. If my girl snore like my grandma, I understand. <laughs> I get it. I understand. It, it, it makes complete sense in that regard to, like, you know, put some headphones in, go to a different room a couple days out of the week. Or I also understand, like, Two people have a completely different temperature, like to where they can feel comfortable at. Yeah. Me, I love it cold. 
Like, my mom's house, she'd be having like 78, 79. I just can't do yeah. that. Rachel and I fight about the thermostat all the time. Yeah, so if you can make it, if it's really cold, like I would prefer, for example, and she has to have like all these covers to feel warm, and we can't like physically hold each other. I'm cool with that. Also, I sweat in my sleep, so if my girl don't want to hold me or touch me, and she she want oh, me holding her, you leave like a puddle in the that. bed. You're sweating that much, or what? I don't know why. It could be 65, and I'm still gonna sweat. Oh, I 65 is plenty for me. I think I think the the perfect temperature is like between like that 67, 70. I like Rachel. Rachel be trying to have it like on 73. I'm like, I'm no, I, I'm gonna be sweating like Mike if that's the situation. 73 during the day we cool with, but once yes. it hit past like 10 o'clock, nope. Correct. Yes. If we, if we want to sleep properly and get that REM <laughs> sleep, I need that temperature low. I'm li- she should listen to you. You're the doctor. She should listen. <laughs> no, but I, listen, I actually sleep in another bed sometimes with Rachel because sometimes she'd be doing these like hits in Philadelphia and talking about all the celebrity stuff for extra. And she's waking up like at 530 in the morning and she, she's not one to just set one alarm. She, she'll set three. So it's like every 15 minutes, there's an alarm going off. And I'm like, okay, I can't, I'm going to the other room tonight. Yeah. Usually it's like one night out of the week where I'll actually go to the other room. Yeah. Um, but don't quote me on this, but I swear I could have, I swear I seen it before where the act of sleeping with somebody you love, like actually helps you sleep better. I agree with that hundred percent. So the fact 100%. that you were mentioning, like you got like to be intimate, whatever the case may be, I think it's healthy. I prefer to sleep with Rachel in the bed, whether something happens or not, right? Mm-hmm. Just having that person next to you. I mean, that's the Well, when I'm talking day, about intimacy, intimacy is just we're both in a bed together. Yeah, cuddling, you know? whatever the yeah. case may be, my hand on her thigh, whatever the case may be. It could just be one little finger or whatnot. But um, I definitely agree that people should be together. I don't necessarily know how it works with that person that you know, just sleeps seven days out of the week away from the person. I mean, no, I if, can't it was a snor- if it was a snoring situation, I don't I'm gonna know. get used I, to it. I'm being yeah. playful, but I get used to it. Yeah, like you would annoy the shit out of me. Get get him like a mouth it. guard or something, like something to prevent. You might you have know. to buy one of them expensive beds to where your feet up. Your you know, like the hospital hey. beds to where your feet is up, your head yeah. is up. So yeah, you just so you don't snore as much. Yeah. Maybe get him a sleep apnea test or something. I don't know something. The but air strips, whatever the case. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Open up those nostrils. But I'm I, cool with the one. Like maybe let's say up to two, three max. You sleep in the other room. For reasons like that and i i want to commend you because that's really a good job because if she's one of the people rachel i love you but you get on my damn nerves with this one if she's one of the people that like has to set multiple snoozes bruh <laughs> i hate that so i completely understand you completely it's like, understand she, it's you. like i can't get up i was like well obviously you're waking my ass up so it's like <laughs> but yeah so i'll just sleep in the other room when she went i specifically when she has that job the next morning which is brutal for her but i gotta commend her she wakes up crack of dawn but um i think it's important for the intimacy of a couple of two spouses to be together i think that's that's part of being married right that's part of being in 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 an intimate and close relationship and i think that's it's healthy for you guys to be together i i agree with you but at the same time like i said i'm stick by that ultimately hey if it's working for the two of you more power to you i'm cool with that and for absolutely for me I wake up early too. I wake up between like five and six a.m. And so, when I have a spouse and uh, they stay over, or obviously we're going to be living together, I am one. When my alarm goes off, I get up immediately, immediately. So that wouldn't yeah, bother me yeah. whatsoever. But I want to get into my hot take, man. Yeah, we got one. You got in regards to the show, right? In regards to Logan, uh, you know, this past week, 
We saw Mantell all. I love that Logan was there. Um, yeah. I love that uh, Tarzan was there as well. Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> He's Tarzan, Tarzan from now on. Fabio AKA. Tarzan. That's a compliment. That's a wonderful yeah, compliment. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love someone to call me that. 1,000%. You know? Okay, so my hot take is this, man. And I watched Mantell all this past week. I watched all the episodes this season. Great season. I love Gabby. love Rachel. And I know that there was a hot seat for Logan. And from because what Logan switched from talking to Rachel, then going to Gabby. I do think that ultimately he did nothing wrong. Now, the way he went about it, he should not have received Rachel's rose. He should have told her before the rose. But that's it. From him switching from Rachel to Gabby, I think that it was genuine. Now, I don't know what's inside of his head, but to me, it came across extremely genuine. And just like the girl said, Gabby and Rachel, I think it was Rachel specifically who said, you guys could, you know, talk fun of us, make fun of us, but ultimately we followed our heart. Why are we coming at Logan when he was following his heart? And he was respectful. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, man. I think the only mistake he made, which he owned up to, right? He wanted to find, like, the perfect time to do it. Right. Yes, and it, yes. you know, uh, cocktail parties got canceled, this and that. Now, all of a sudden, he's at the rose ceremony and he needs to make a decision. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I said that what happens if he switches right then and there when she offers him the rose, when Rachel offers him the rose? He then turns to Gabby, goes, has like a quick little conversation. She might have sent his ass home. She might right then and there. You she know what might. I'm saying? So, what he chose to do was say, let me get this rose from Rachel, which no matter how bad it is, which it was wrong. He admitted yes. it, right? Yes. And let me get more time with Gabby so I can flush that relationship out and see if we can work something out, which I'm totally for. And he even said it to one of the guys, which I thought was a great line. He's like, look, dude, if you think that was a bitch move for me not to tell, you know, for me not to tell her at that point, then so be it. You know what I'm saying? Like what was on the line was a possibility of a lifetime of love with the woman of his life, uh, with his wife, a future wife. I completely agree with you there. Some of those guys, when I was watching this past week's episode of Mentel All, I honestly feel like their their feedback and their commentary was simply to get airtime. Just because you got platinum blonde hair, don't mean you just gonna get all day to speak. Like, Yo, like Ethan, Ethan was like, bro, Ethan you've been here. You were there four hours. You were Ethan there four hours. Him. I love Make you, Ethan, brother. Hashtag love you, Ethan Robbie. for Bachelor. Like, <laughs> right, Ethan yeah. torched him, and it was deservingly so. It yeah, was completely he was, deservingly. So he I mean, was talking a little way too much. He was talking a little way too much. Logan did does this. Logan was simply preparing for Bachelor in Paradise. Logan was doing what everyone does in Bachelor in Paradise. You, if you're not feeling that person, there's nothing wrong with switching. And we don't never come at anyone, male or female, on Bachelor in Paradise for doing it. I know that the format was different, but at the yes. end of the day, the show is about finding love, and he did it the right way. Yeah. Yes, he was wrong. He shouldn't have received her rose, or he shouldn't have accepted Rachel's rose, but. It's the same shit on Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. Why do we Te not come at them? Technically, it was a different scenario because now in this season, there was two Bachelorettes, right? So there was that, always that possibility of possibly Correct. pulling a switch, a switcheroo. But switcheroo? Uh, yeah, but the, the timing, he admits it. He owned up to it. I got to respect him for that. And he, he, he straight up said it. He's like, look, I wanted to see what was going to happen with Gabby. Like, I didn't want to... Like, I wasn't going to do things the perfect way or in that situation Like he could have done it earlier. Like, just pulled a power move, like, regardless of whether they were canceling cocktail parties or not. He could have just pulled her aside, pulled a power move, gone to her room, said, timeout, producers, I'm going to make this happen right now. 
and he didn't do it. He just waited for the perfect timing. But at the same time, I don't necessarily fault him for going with his heart, pulling that power move, and then just switching to over to Gabby. So you know, know. ultimately, when we're speaking of Logan right now, I think that this is a testament to all but one of the guys of how great they are. We know the one that I ain't going to even mention. All the guys were so amazing that we have to find something bad, and Logan was one of the guys that well, well, time got out, this bro. shit into the stick. Time out. What do you think about, because Logan manned up, another guy who manned up in the mental all was Jacob. Tarzan. Right? Yes. Jake, yeah, Tarzan, Fabio. Love you, brother. Um, basically, he, he got emotional on stage. Like, he was, a, you know, he almost broke down in talking to the women and, you know, the way he spoke yeah, to yeah. Rachel. He knew wasn't right. He apologized on TIO a couple weeks ago. He apologized again on Mentel All. Like, you could tell he was very remorseful. But you know who wasn't remorseful? Chris and Hayden, who actually yes. didn't show up yes. and didn't man up and didn't take on, you know, the deserved criticism that was coming their way. Like, show up, gentlemen. Show up and actually apologize for the way you guys acted and for your behavior because at the end of the day you guys know what was wrong and the fact that you didn't show up like the men said on the on the stage it shows their character so it is what it is what are your thoughts what are your thoughts there's nothing else to say i completely agree with what you just said just show up because i mean you saw tarzan getting a, a hand clap from the audience when he was sincere he apologized you know he was his apology was accepted and we kept it moving yeah it's like hey none of us are perfect human beings right yeah. If you're sincere in your apology and you show up and you own it, when I was in the military, my commander used to say, own it. And he owned that. And that's like, at the end of the day, when someone does wrong, all you can do is hear them out and see their actions moving forward. And the women forgave him. And you, like, as a, just as a human being, Jacob's got to feel really good, right? It's like, yeah, I owned up to sure. it. I, I got it off for my sure. chest. Like, that monkey's off my back. Like, now I can grow and be a better person. And he might be a paradise, right? So you know, I know he's you got, saw he, some half naked, long, long hair yeah. dude walking around. It could have been. Yeah, I think he him. came on naked. <laughs> so you know, he's got a redemption story in the making right now, right? But Chris and Hayden, it's like they're just you know in their own thoughts about what they did wrong, and you know they're never going to get a chance now to to kind of redeem themselves, and that's on them. They aren't, but you know, there's so much that we just don't know about Logan. I want to hear yeah. from him himself and talk it out with Logan. Let's bring him in. Yeah, let's do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome, Logan. Thanks so much for being here, my man. How you doing today? What's up, boys? I'm doing good. Feeling good. How about yourself? Doing good. well, man. So good we just good. had this past week, Man Tell All. How are you feeling after watching? 
Uh, you know what? The mental was pretty intense. Um, I did get a, a pretty good hot seat, but I felt good about it. I, I just like, you know, it's easy to talk about something when you live through it. And when there's, there was nothing to hide about it. I, I had a, you know, a very honest response to every question and I felt good about it. So, you know, Logan, I loved what you said. And I feel like, you know, because we were talking earlier in hot takes about, you know, guys who actually showed up and owned up to their mistakes. You and Jacob did as uh, in, in the mental all unlike uh, Hayden and Chris who didn't show up. But I loved what you said. I believe you turned to one of the guys and was like, look, man, if you thought that was a bitch move, so be it. But you you had a potential wife on the line. You know what I mean? So you did what you had to do to really work out that relationship with Gabby and see if she was the one for you. So I got to commend you for that, man, because sometimes, you know, when we, when we do certain things for love, they may not always be the right thing to do in the moment. But I think you owned up to it. So I got to commend you for that. Hey, thanks, Brian. Yeah, there were some things that I felt like weren't popular or, or wouldn't feel good doing, but that had to be said or done regardless. And uh, they weren't popular and they didn't feel good, but there's still a big part of me that is glad I was, you know, honest with people and that I didn't just keep things going for the sake of keeping things going because that's not really who I wanted to be. Yeah, uh, definitely not. We, we, Brian and I definitely appreciate you for being upstanding in that regard. But I want to take it back. How has watching the season unfold? Like, how has that been watching it back all the way? It's strange, man. Um, I've been a cameraman most of my life. I was a news cameraman for two years. I was a, a cameraman for the San Diego Padres for a while. Oh, nice. I, I, yeah, so I've always been behind the camera. Um, and you know, when you like record yourself and you listen back to it and you're like, is that even me? Yeah. You know, I yeah. kind of felt that way. I'm, I'm not used to being on screen, the cent like in the center of the frame. It just isn't really who I've been before now so it was it was different man it was very different and um seeing my my facial expression seeing the way i respond to people and seeing the way i you know i move and go about situations was definitely an interesting feeling but was there anything that you embarrassed yourself by <laughs> i mean i don't i know it seems like i'm like this serious dude on the on screen but honestly i don't take myself all that seriously so like you know, the the uh, speedo competition obviously is a situation where you're like, you know what, I'm going to make a fool of myself and I'm going to like buy in. And after this, there's no redeeming my, uh, no. you know, there's no redeeming my self image after this. So I'm All just the homeboys will in. forever talk about you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, it, <laughs> I used to play college football and if, if, you know, if I was in a locker room, I'd be dead meat. But um, I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to lean into it. I, I'll do the worm in a speedo on national TV. I'll make a fool of myself. There's no, we don't want your little no worm popping back. out now. Come on now. Stop all that. I know. Right. <laughs> but if the worm pops out, you're done. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw a lot of people, a lot of guys were uh, padding, padding their stats, so to speak, to give a baseball terminology there yeah, uh, during know, that competition. They were, they were uh, taking what they could get, you know, we had short notice, so they were finding props, you know, no, y'all had notice, but it was just short. It's a difference. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a uh, it was extra short for some people, and and we needed some some help for a couple of the guys. But uh, right, we got to get back going. We're being we're being <laughs> two kidders right now. We have to get it back on track. Um, how how did you end up on the show, man? It was a it was kind of a wild ride. Um, a friend had like sent in sent me in a couple years ago, and 
it was for Claire's season mm. and it ended up not working out. Yeah. And I, I kind of like, like a lot of the guys, like you always think like, Oh, how, how cool. What, what if this worked out? But it probably won't. I mean, you figure like, who am I? I'm just a regular dude. Yeah. And, uh, and it didn't work out, you know? So, so a couple of years go by and I hadn't really thought about it. And I kind of got a call, uh, saying, you know what, you might be an even better fit for this upcoming season, you know, keep refreshing your email, keep your phone on. And, um, you know, before you knew it, uh, it was time to film and they were like, you're, you're the guy. So we're, we want you on, on the cast. So somebody I, I, nominated you. I mean, were, were you a fan of the show prior? Like, had you watched the show, any of the seasons in the past? I'm super close with my sister. My sister loves watching it. So obviously I was like one of those brothers who was like, yeah, whatever, I'll watch it. <laughs> but I was like, okay, this is kind of fun to watch. Like, I'm into it. I like it. Um, blame your sister for your, you know, for your obsession. Of the <laughs> that's bachelor's. how guys do, right? Know, they right? always yeah, blame that, it on the woman, the women we, yeah. in their lives. <laughs> that's how we do it. We're like, oh, I guess I'll watch it, but we like it. You know, it's it's a fun show to watch. And um, I I had watched Hannah Brown's season all the way through, and uh, so you saw my boy Mike. Yeah, on the that's right. Yeah, that's right, man. I saw I saw your journey, Mike, and. Um, I, yeah, it was a fun time and I figured it would be an adventure and I figured, you know, my, uh, my dating life kind of had come to a, a stalemate where I, you know, I, I didn't really like where it was headed and I, I wanted to try something that felt like an adventure and that felt new. So I gave it a shot. Well, I, a few questions with that. One, did you, would you have wanted to go on for Claire? Uh, you know, I, I don't think nothing against Claire. She's probably amazing. And I've never met her. So honestly, okay. I wouldn't be able to say, but I don't know if, if our personalities would have been, um, you know, comparable, Probably. but I, I would have to meet her. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I had the same, go ahead. Nobody had a chance on Claire's season. Yeah, she ended up making Dale. So it right. wouldn't have mattered pretty much, but yeah, I mean, hey, there, she might've been that. all into Logan. We don't know. Maybe, maybe. Who's maybe. to say? <laughs> you never know. But I went on, I went on Gabby and Rachel's season with the same, mentality of like i'm not gonna go in and say i'm sure this is my wife i'm gonna get to know somebody i'm gonna go in with an open mind and if if it's a fit then i am so grateful and excited and if it's not then i'm willing to say that like i you know i i just went in with an open mind and that's that's kind of how i decided to go about it um i didn't want to speak in certainty before i'd even met someone so of course of course sure. yeah now obviously the sister was on board but what about your, your the rest of your family like were they <laughs> are you crazy what are you doing what's going on yeah i mean um i got a dad who's like my hero and Love you know that. the dad is tough i like mike brian i don't know if like you know you you talk to the dad and they're like what the, the dating show like what <laughs> what is that what, what are you talking about you're going on a dating show um but I'm, i've always been like the free spirit kind of kid i mean i i was a a snorkel and kayak tour guide for a year. I, I like left the house and and uh, I, and I went on a one way trip in my car and decided to live in San Diego and I was sleeping on a couch. So I'm always kind of like doing stuff that's that's kind of like free spirit, kind of like whatever whatever my next adventure is. I kind of just follow my heart. So um, it wasn't a huge surprise to them that I would do something that seemed like a risk, you know. But it, I'm glad I did it, and they were supportive, and they've been super supportive. So, what were some of the things that your dad said? My dad, my dad was like, uh, 
well, I guess I'll have to start watching, you know, that's, okay. that's kind of <laughs> like, bad, uh, yeah, it's not yeah, bad. Dad. It wasn't bad. No, he, he's great. Dad's great. Um, it just took some explaining as to like For sure. how it works and, and, format, and you know, yeah. the format and, and I, I had to, I had to let my family know that like, you know, it is possible for this stuff to work. Um, it is very possible. I mean, you have my co-host, Brian, uh, yeah. Luke's sister, Rachel, they are in love. So, I mean, they just Absolutely. celebrated their anniversary. Yeah. It's, Brian, it's definitely can, possible. It can happen. Absolutely. You know better than anyone. So, yeah. Logan, yeah. I got to jump right into it. If you see my season, you know, I have no regard. I will clap back to anybody. Right. right. And so I got to ask you, man, from the beginning, it seemed like you were into both of the girls. You know, yeah. did, it, did it feel like that to you? Take us into your head, into Logan's brain at the beginning. Yeah. So in the very beginning, I walk out of the limo and kind of like how I said before, I was like, these are two obviously beautiful women who are very accomplished, who have a lot to offer. I mean, there's a reason why they were they were chosen to be to be on the show, and I need to get to know both of them because one of them very well could see things in me that they don't think are compatible. Uh, you know, one of them may like me. You know, I I may have a lot more in common with one than the other. So I'm just going to be myself and be the most open I can and get to know both of them. And I'm going to see if there's chemistry, you know, with our personalities, chemistry with our emotions and physical chemistry. And I, I went in thinking that I would, you know, I would have time to get to know both of them and for both of them to get to know me. Um, so I went in with an open mind. So you didn't have, you weren't favoring one going in one way or the other it was just straight up you were going to get to know each of them individually from zero yeah. from scratch from scratch i was going to go from scratch and you know i respect the guys that did go in being like gabby's my girl or rachel's my girl and they were they knew right away and there was no question like i respect that but i i was someone who uh, you know kind of like i said on mental all i i figured if i'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person i want to be super sure that i get to know both of these people and that you know, the person who hopefully likes me back is someone who would get along with my family and someone who would appreciate my career and someone who I could see myself living with and having a dog with and starting a family go. with. So, you know, I, I took it seriously enough to be like, I'm not going to kind of blindly throw it, you know, throw a dart or I'm not just going to like, you know, pick before, I'm not going to pick based on what I see on a screen. You know, I didn't think that was that was a good move. So I wanted to get to know each of them. You know, Logan, I, I, I know that you said you respect the other guys for knowing who they wanted from the beginning. I respect you for not saying I like this one because of their aesthetics that I've seen on IG or on the screen or based on their personality. Because as you know, and being on the other side of it, once being a fan, but now being a cast member and some hate that you may may have gotten and some of that hate is undue and you know and the back of all of our heads that have been in this process we're like you don't even know me you know you, that, no one knows none of us individually from the show right and so i commend you for truly getting to know the girls for who they are and i think that should be applauded and talked about more but specifically to the girls when you had went to rachel and gabby's house was there a particular woman at that point in time that you were vibing with that night? 
Well, honestly, man, seems like it was vibing with both. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like yeah. I, I was honestly, first of all, I was surprised that I even got an invite after the whole worm thing. Like, I was like, wow, okay, that 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 worked out to my surprise. So when I showed up at their house, I said, okay, I get a chance to speak to each of them. What should I say? And I thought I'm gonna tell them what I admire about them, and I'll see where the conversation goes. And so I talked to each of them and I told them kind of from what I had seen, what I admired about them. And it led to really good conversations, which ended up making things harder on me. But it led to really good conversations. It led to a kiss with each of them, like you said. And, um, you know, I left that night saying, well, you know, I Gabby and I had an amazing what I felt like was an amazing connection and Rachel was a little more slow to open up, but we also had a good connection. And I thought to myself, I'll, I'll sleep on it and I'll be able, I'm sure they have a lot to think about. I'm sure there's a lot more steps in this process before we know what's going to happen next. Is it, I'll go, is it fair for me to ask at that point that night when you said you have to sleep on it, that you were more so leaning towards Gabby, but you wanted to sleep on it to, clear your head in, in the morning be able to decide well i mean i think gabby was able to open up a little more to me that night in particular and i thought you know although me and rachel did show share a really nice moment maybe she took longer to open up you know some people just take some time and so i was like well i would love to get to know more about rachel and and i'm sure i'll <laughs> in my head i'm like i'm sure i'll have more opportunities to this is a long process. And before you know it, we're standing at the rose ceremony and we're splitting up and I haven't gotten to talk to either of them anymore. And it's either take that rose or go home. And I'm like, well, obviously we had a great connection. Me and Rachel. So that was the I, very next day. Um, that was the next time I saw them face to face. I'm trying to remember okay. if it was like, like technically the next day or not. But that was okay. the next time I saw them, and I hadn't talked to them since. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And when you woke up that morning, you weren't leaning no way or the other? So honestly, I, I, I knew that my conversation and my connection that night was strong with Gabby. Um, so, if rose, I, so if rose ceremony was right then and there, you would have wanted to have accepted Gabby's rose, essentially. If, if Gabby had offered me a, a rose that night, I would have been ecstatic. Yeah. But at the same time, I did see potential in, in the conversation and the connection that me and Rachel did have. And it, it was it was something that hadn't been fully explored. Yeah, and there yeah. was potential there. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's not like I thought it was dead in the water. I thought it was great. I thought she was amazing. And and I thought maybe she was a little hesitant to open up and that if I explored it, there could be something more there. You know, if, if we really dove into it, maybe things would spark up. Maybe there would be 
some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of progress that I hadn't seen, maybe it would all come together. Um, so there was enough of potential to obviously accept the rose from an amazing woman in Rachel. Um, but there was a, a huge part of me that was like, well, so I never talked to Gabby again. And that night is for nothing. I, and it was a tough place to be in. And I know, I know that the girls were in a tough place too, and they needed to do it because, because their experience was being, was being damaged due to, you know, the split and due to, you know, what had happened at SoFi. So I see why they needed to do it. I see why it had to happen. It was just without me having another conversation, it made it feel like there was unfinished business and like I hadn't really gotten a chance to open up to it. But so then also, if, I've, if I'm accurate with the timeline, Gabby and Rachel actually had a conversation that night and you were the guy that essentially crisscrossed both of them, right? And at that point, Gabby has admitted that she kind of fell back and Rachel basically said that she liked you, right? And then, you know, fast forward, they basically took back control of everything because of what you just stated and they chose their men. And were you surprised that Rachel offered you that rose? I was, I was. Um, when we were sitting on their couch in the mansion and Rachel said my name for the rose, I was surprised because we, I mean, I would, we did share a great moment and I don't want to downplay that. I don't want to act like right. it, was, it wasn't right. nice because it was very nice. And I was so honored and baffled like i said i didn't even think i was going to get an invite and here i am getting a rose um and i was and, and you know it's she's a wonderful person and so i was so happy to get it but at the same time i was like wow i was really moved by my conversation with gabby i wonder if that's just something i felt and that she maybe she connects great with everyone that way that's kind of what i thought maybe she's one of those people who is just great at at talking to people and she's has an amazing personality and what i felt is just something everyone feels who talks to her so i was kind of second guessing myself you know maybe it wasn't the connection i thought maybe i maybe i should just uh you know kind of put that on on the back burner because she didn't feel the same way so after re-watching the show and seeing that conversation there was a part of me that was like oh i knew i knew there was something there gotcha. i knew she you know i was like so wow. you are you were clueless that that conversation went down obviously you yeah. were thinking Gabby's going to offer me a rose and then it was Rachel. And now when you saw it back, you're like, oh, okay, that's why. Yeah. So I look back and I'm like, in the moment, I'm like, oh, I guess Gabby didn't feel like that was the connection that I felt. And then I, I look back and I see that conversation. I'm like, oh, she did feel something. You know, yeah, I think there was Gabby something was just being there. super sweet. Yeah. She was being, she was being sweet. And, yeah. you know, and if, if I could go back, um, I would have said some of this at the mansion, I think. I think it would have saved a lot of difficulties down the road for you a lot of people. You would have said what specifically? Yeah, what would you have said? So when Rachel offers me the rose after I talk to both of them, I think maybe I, if I, in hindsight, I pull both of them aside and I say, I, you know, Rachel, you're wonderful and I'm so honored and what like I would love to explore this I have to be honest I thought Gabby was going to offer me the rose and I think I think just me putting that information out there maybe would have cleaned some stuff up early so that I didn't like cause such a big splash later on um 
you know, so there's no easy way to, to, you know, let that information out. But I think if I could do it over, maybe that's when I would have. So Logan, you know, when we had our hot take, you were a part of one of our, our, our hot takes, not ultimately agreed. Uh, and I thought that what you did was ultimately not wrong. I think you followed your heart. And as we saw this past week on Me and Tell All, Rachel and Gabby both said, people can stop coming at them because they ultimately follow their heart. And I think that it's fair for all parties to do just that. Thank you. But I absolutely see the other contestants and other men's side when it's like, yo, is he, is he just here? Did he know that? He just was simply trying to play the game, per se, like someone would do on Bachelor in Paradise to what we've seen in years past, to where they're just trying to get a rose to make it past that. And that's a completely valid thought for the rest of the fellas to see that. I personally thought you were being genuine in that. But for those, for the other guys, they would say that's a weak move. And in those moments leading up to your name being called, I know you probably, you was probably farting and all that stuff. But like stomach uh-huh. bubbling, but like oh, yeah. in those moments, why did you not just take her aside at that very moment and talk to both of them and just put it all on the line? If you got sent home, you got sent home. But at the at the end of the day, you still would have followed your heart. Which moment are you talking about? When Rachel asked which, you, would you accept her rose? Which rose ceremony though are you talking about? When you switched over to Gabby. So the, so so the second one the where it's like, yeah, on the boat. Yeah. Sure. No, valid question. Um, well, if you remember correctly, that night was an absolute dumpster fire due to something that had happened with Hayden. And um, there was a lot of tears already. There was a lot of emotion. commotion yeah. and emotion. And it's 5 a.m. And I had practiced what I was going to say to Rachel and Gabby in my room for two hours before the cocktail party. We have to know that if you memorize it. You have to what? We have to know, man, if you, if you remember it. No, I just like, I, I was in my room on the cruise ship and I was practicing what I was going to say because I was so nervous, right? And then yeah. I'm at the cocktail party. I'm tapping my foot. I'm down in whiskey, <laughs> like getting ready to have this talk. And then like people start raising their voice. There's there's like uh, commotion in the other room. Uh, something's going on with Hayden. Next thing you know, Jesse walks in and says cocktail party's canceled, right? So we go out on the deck of the boat for a rose ceremony. My name gets called and I'm standing there and I have three options. I can either one, uh, deny the rose and add to this fire that's been created that night where people are already highly hurt, very, you know, upset. I can just leave and, and just, say, you know what, this is too much and I don't want to add to this and I, I, I don't want to see seem like I'm being fake, just leave. But like, I was there because I saw, you know, I saw a poten- potential to end up with someone who could be my person or I could, you know, accept the rose and talk to her very next morning, which is what I did. I know it was a week apart when you're watching the episodes, but the truth is, between that rose ceremony where I accept the rose and me talking to her was like the next morning and the rose ceremony was at like 5 a.m. So it was like hours apart. Um, and did you think that she could have sent you home right then and there without the rose ceremony with just when you spoke to her? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I made that very clear too. When I spoke to Rachel, I said, you know, I have to step away from, from pursuing you. And I see a lot of guys who, who are, you know, on their way to falling in love with you. I wish you the best. And I said, I, I have feelings that I think I need to come to Gabby with. And if she doesn't feel the same way, I'm going to go home. I made that very clear. I said that. And I said that to Gabby as well. I, when I went and talked to Gabby, I said, Hey, you know, here's how I feel. I've already talked to Rachel. If you don't feel this way, I'm going to go home. And because of that, there was a huge part of me that I thought, I was packing my bags and going home and I thought to myself, well, if I go home, at least I was like honest, at least I yes. said what I, what I was really feeling. And at least I got it all out there. And, yeah. and so when I got the news that like Gabby did have that curiosity and she did have that interest and she wanted to see where it went, I was, I dude, I was like, I lit up. I was like, I was like, seriously, like, wow, this, this felt like, this felt like I was going home for sure. And I'm not crazy. She, there's something there. <laughs> I'm, not there's not, I'm, I'm not crazy. I thought I was going crazy. I was like, there's something there. She's willing to explore. There's something worth talking about. There's something worth pursuing. And I was, I was super excited, but yeah, there was a huge part of me. And I spoke this out loud that if she didn't feel the same way, I would go home. I didn't want her to have any turbulence in her friendship with Rachel. I didn't want her journey to be, derailed because of a conversation that I like wasn't able to have earlier. And so I was totally willing to step away from the entire process. If it meant that I was, you know, causing too much of a, an earthquake and um, to her, it was worth it. So I was very excited to hear that. So Logan, once you moved over to team Gabby, like how did you feel and how did the reaction from Gabby's guys when you walked into that room did that surprise you how they reacted dude i knew it was gonna be <laughs> i knew target it was on your be, back oh yeah, yeah i knew yeah. i knew it i i like hadn't seen those guys for for weeks and i love some of those guys like some of those guys were very close to me in the mansion uh eric specifically to this day like very good friend of mine uh like you know i i talked to Nate a lot in the mansion and, and, you know, Mario and, and those other guys, you know, we had had a good time at the mansion and they were guys who I considered my friends. But when I walked into that, that party, I got some looks that, you know, the like, Oh, I haven't seen you for weeks. And what are you doing here? And then yeah. I started talking and trying to explain this thing in like 30 seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when it came out, I could tell it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, happily received, but to be honest with you, after about, after a couple hours, like the next morning, we were all sitting on a couch together laughing and it was fine. Like they were very welcoming after they kind of got, got an initial reaction. They kind of processed it a little bit. They got to like understand where I was coming from. And then the next day we were like having beers together, eating together. And we were, we were all good. Do you think that some of the guys at Mantel Law were just wanting airtime? <laughs> honest question no i know it's a question i would probably ask as well okay um, okay <laughs> yeah i'm I don't genuinely know asking you because like you were saying like we're having beers we're drinking we're laughing but then we watch man tell all and it's like they're coming at you for those exact same things some of those guys be it 
weren't there when it took place? No, I mean, you'd have to ask them, Mike. I don't know, because we were pretty good friends when we left the boat. And when I got COVID, I took off. Um, I got messages from and a lot of those guys. Talk about that. That was yes, a huge let's, twist. Let's get to that. Yeah, talk about that because no one was expecting that. You just leave. Everything, everyone has a rumor of you, of what really took place. So we want to hear from the man himself. Talk it out with us. What took yeah. place with COVID? No, you know what? I would love to talk about this because this <laughs> is not something I expected to get the reaction it has. Um, there's like these these very creative, very artistic theories going around about what actually happened to me. Um, I did indeed get a positive COVID test. I went on a group date with Gabby's guys. We did the uh, Amsterdam group date and I'm back, I'm back uh, on the ship and we're in the hallway uh, and I'm getting my, my suit ready. Um, and they're like, Logan, step away, go to your room right now. Luckily, uh, I've, like the rest of the guys were okay. So you weren't a producer plant is what you're trying to say. <laughs> I'm not a producer plant. And you heard it here first, people. I'm Case closed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yo, Bastard Nation think, investigators can calm down think now. I'm a, people think I'm like Nicolas Cage from National Treasure with some like <laughs> massive plan, some UFO conspiracy. But uh, yeah, guess what? I was just as bummed out and just as underwhelmed from that exit as everyone else was who was watching like imagine i you know after all that after after the emotional roller coaster that i put other people through after the emotional roller coaster i was on for it to end that way it was like an absolute dart right in my heart and it was like really that's how this ends i was like after all this and so, it, it was terrible so hypothetically speaking man let's let's say you don't end up getting COVID, you stick around, would you have gone to hometowns for Gabby if those test results didn't come back positive in your mind? Brian, I spent like weeks wondering, you know, all the way up to when, all the way up to, you know, before I got invited to paradise, I was like, what would have happened? What if I had a great conversation that night? What if, you know, what if uh, this, what if we talked about this? What if I revealed to her uh, something about my, you know, what had happened with my family or what if I had really been vulnerable? Would she have invited me to, what would we have done in hometowns? And uh, those questions swirled around my mind over and over. Um, but you know what? She said this in Mentel All and I kind of gathered this. Um, when she decided, she brought me over to her team or to her group of guys. And when she decided for the one-on-one -on -one date, her, her last one in Amsterdam that she was going to bring Nate. Um, it kind of made it clear to me that I don't, I don't know if I have enough time here. Like I was really hoping I got that one-on-one -on -one, and then I got two or three nights with cocktail parties and with group dates. And maybe then it would be that just the stars would align. But um, you know, she, she decided to take Nate on that date and I understand him home, though. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Mean, I kind of understand why she had. A, yeah, she had a. Yeah. She felt really strongly about him, and she felt like it deserved its own space to have that conversation. Yeah. And I can respect that, but at the same at the same time, there was a part of me that was like, "Oh man, I don't get that one on one time." Like I literally have a couple, a couple like cocktail parties to try and 
spend as much time with her as I can. And I, I thought about it for weeks after I got COVID and after I left, I thought about it and I thought, you know what, if it was meant to be, maybe, maybe, you know, she would have put the journey on hold. But I, I think she, when she brought me over, she, she kind of had a curiosity about me, right? She had an interest and she had, you know, a, a romantic kind of like question mark with me. But when it came to hometowns, I think maybe she came to the conclusion that like um, that curiosity wasn't enough to in bring in families or that, you know, an interest or a, an attraction isn't quite enough to like seal the deal. And, right. um, you know, I was there to be honest, I would have loved for her to meet my family, but I'm not sure if she was there, which is, it's okay, you know, because I put it all out there. So, you know, I don't regret it. Everything happens think, for a reason, man. Yeah. yeah that's how I feel. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't regret it, but I don't think she was really as, as far along and how strongly she felt as I was. And, and that's okay. Well, like you said, everything happens for a reason. Uh, 12 letters, four words. It is what it is. Tell us about you before going on The Bachelorette. We know that you were kind of like a uh, a free spirit, as you had mentioned. I, who is Logan? Who was Logan in high school? Logan in high school? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> were you the jock? Uh, what? Dude, you play sports? I mean, yeah, I was like, I played college football and I was, okay. uh, I was on the football team, but honestly, I've always, I, I played tight end nice. at uh, Northern Arizona, nice. but honestly, I never would call myself a jock. I was kind of an artsy kid, like my whole life. Um, very much a guy who's like, I, I painted your mural in the cafeteria in high school. I, uh, you know, I was, I was always the kid who was like, you know, and I did, I did like the drama classes and the, you know, the art classes and the pottery classes. And I was like very much into that scene. Um, and when I stopped playing football, you know, I, I it paid for college and I got a scholarship, but you know, I, I started picking up my camera and I, I started taking photos and that's kind of like where my passion came through. And, you know, I love, I love artistic things. I love making music. I love, uh, photography, videography. So, um, that's always who I've been. And, um, that's are you an artist like, or you say you make music like you make beats or like what part of the music industry do you No, yeah i play i play music okay. here in san diego i play with a little band we play little local spots hey shout out what's your band's name man no i'm not ready for that let us let it let us get the uh the tapes together first fair All enough right. hey, this is, you know, <laughs> hey where fair did you enough. grow up man like what what was like your childhood like with your family and whatnot oh uh, yeah i grew up it's me and my sister um She's older than me. She's 30. I'm 26. Um, we grew up in Arizona in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So I was a, nice. I was a desert kid. Yeah. And uh, after I had that college football stint and I graduated, I just like hopped in my car, one trip, sold everything I had that didn't fit in the car, <laughs> drove to San Diego, didn't have a plan, didn't have a job, didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like sleeping on someone's couch. Um, just doing like sub leases. I was walking dogs for a bit. Um, I was a tour guide for a bit. I was like a snorkel and kayak tour guide. And I just like, I love that idea of, of like being, being free, man, and being able to experience life as it comes to you. Um, and eventually I just started doing things I loved, which involved cameras. And it led me to a job as a news cameraman, Padres cameraman, 
I started making some some corporate commercials and and it's uh it's done great things and now I have a career that I'm I'm proud of so um, that's kind of are you what's still brought me working with the company or are you a uh, solo right now I'm with an advertising agency um, we make like commercials for deodorants razors um, you know paddle boards all types of different brands um, but yeah I, I love it man I love being creative I love making art. And is that something you wanted to do when you were young? Like, is that the vision you had for yourself? Or are you just like flying by the seat of your pants and just wherever, yeah, dude, wherever life I, takes me? I hope it never comes to light, but somewhere I have a commercial I made when I was a kid for Powerade. <laughs> I, was like, I was like 12 years <laughs> old so and I'm cool. like, I like dunk a basketball and I'm like, Powerade, it's in me or something like that. <laughs> Somebody unearth this footage, Someone please. Someone is going to find it on Reddit. <laughs> Logan Powerade, Powerade commercial. Ba- Bastard Nation is already on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> already I was on like, it. I was just always using a camera. I was like a skateboarder too. So I was like making skate skateboard videos and I just loved, I loved uh, documenting things like that, you know? So free spirit, love that, man. Yeah. So I gotta ask you, you know, you're, you're part of Bachelor Nation now. So of course, we love you, you're part of the family now. How does the social media shitstorm? How have you been handling that? Dude. The social media aspect of this is not something that I was prepared for. And it's a double-edged sword. Um, You know, there's a side of it that's brutal. And I know you guys know this. You guys have been through it. Uh, There's a side of social media that is brutal, man. People will come after you personally. They'll come after how you look, how you sound. They'll come after your career. They'll come after your family. Like, that's that's how it is. And then there's another side of it that's that's wonderful um there's another side of it where because i was in the the public eye i got to reconnect with some people from my life that maybe i wouldn't have otherwise you know are you talking about ex-girlfriend stuff i mean sure there's a couple exes that that you know i got in contact with who i was able to have really productive conversations and kind of have closure with them have closure get to grow a little bit get to learn about kind of like things I did that that maybe I can do different in the future. Um, you know, things that I've changed. I mean, obviously, you know, you live in your grow. And uh, so, you know, there's some people like that also like cousins that I've never spoken to That's who, who come out of the woodwork. You, can you believe that? Yeah. So people message me. They're like, oh, I'm your cousin. I live in uh, I live in I live in Iowa. And I'm like coming out of the okay, woodwork. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Hi. Um, Bachelor bringing yeah. bringing families together. Yeah. First grade teacher. Hey, remember me? I'm like, kind no. of. Yeah, wow. I'm sort of. But anyway, so you get to reconnect with some people. And also, um, you know, some people come forward. I don't know if you guys saw it. I made a post talking about how uh, mental health is so important to me um, and how, you know, taking care of your mental health has been something that I've kind of like had my own journey with and something that I want to champion moving forward. And you know, I had a lot of people reach out to me saying that they felt those words when they read them and that they're going through some stuff and they would love support. And, uh, dude, it like makes me emotional. Like the fact that social media, me just, I'm, I'm, I'm such a regular dude, me just saying like, Hey, sometimes I, I struggle with things with my mental health. And I just want people to know that if they struggle too, like I'm someone to talk to and for someone to come forward in my DMs and say like, Hey, I read that. And like, I feel that way too. 
that's like that's a part of social media that that is magical and that I want to yes. keep doing because um I don't want anyone to feel alone and I've felt alone before and uh moving forward that's that's like a goal of mine is to use social media to let people know that they can have help and that they can they can there's other people that feel the way they feel if you ever feel alone please reach out to me man like I mean that from the bottom of my heart I've um dealt with that quite a bit and uh some friends and family and stuff so i i truly do mean that i've ever it, it gets too much I, I get shit on every single day about something so yeah i mean i mean that's some of it right like the the uh the show obviously brings forward a lot of negativity i mean especially outside when you're the, the show kid. stuff as well yeah yeah but definitely thank you mike i appreciate that man and i'll probably take i you as well you know i want to be someone who people can talk to too so i appreciate that well in a, in a lighter news man we know that you're going to be on bachelor in paradise yeah so, <laughs> a, little, a little taste apparently, apparently i got a rep i got a reputation on there already I don't, yeah i mean you just kiss all these girls that. man like i can't oh. give none of them just kiss them all of them like give us a little taste yeah, we, of we, we, we saw expect. that preview we saw that preview oh no, <laughs> oh, um, no. yeah <laughs> bachelor in paradise was was it was incredible and it's so different it is yeah. so different <laughs> from uh from from batch or bachelorette how so um, it's different because like i mean you guys know the, the amount of times where i was like waiting to have a conversation where i was like dang it i gotta wait another week seven. but in paradise man you walk up to him on the sand <laughs> and you're like let's talk right yeah um it, way way different and also i'm like a beach guy myself um you know i love i love surfing i love the water i love the sand so you like at home <laughs> i was at home man and uh me and my buddies you know out there in paradise we'd wake up we'd hit the water we'd go surfing even like they let y'all go would, surfing i mean i don't want to get anyone in trouble oh, bro. <laughs> we were we were barreling out there we were getting what? <laughs> see now i might want to go back hold on they might catch me next summer <laughs> yeah what? Mike, well, mike what you know about surf oh you were on that show <laughs> you do have yeah. some skills. You do have some skills. You know what? I I really bought in in paradise. I mean, you guys will see. Like, I got invested, dude. Um, and I I had so much fun, and I learned a lot. And I I think you guys are gonna. It's gonna be a ride watching it. All right, man. Before we let you go, we gotta ask you, what's your gem for the day? My gem? Yeah. Well, like I was saying, there's like a lot of good things to be had from the social media stuff. And while I was kind of like rummaging through these crazy message requests, there was one request that I saw that was like, that was interesting. And it was like, oh, I'm your, I'm your biggest fan. And I, I, you know, I can't wait to keep watching you. And I, I hope you do so well. And I was like, oh, who is this? Um, it was this girl named Bailey. Um, she is a competitor and athlete in the Special Olympics Aww. in North Dakota. Nice. And Bailey's 26. And she has been my number one fan. Uh, even when things were rough, even when I was in the doghouse, Bailey was messaging me every day saying her and her family support me. She got a poster of me. She was like, shout out Bailey. Well, right. yeah, Bailey, Bailey asked me if I could shout her out. Uh, I'll send you a picture. We just FaceTimed yesterday. Um, but That's Bailey so is a, an absolute sweetheart and her family has been so supportive of me. I got to talk to her mom and they're in North Dakota and, uh, you know, feeling feeling those words and, and talking to her and hearing her be excited about seeing me go through this journey 
uh, is inspiring, man. And I, I, I want to keep following up with her and, 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 uh, inspire her journey as well. Cause she's starting her soccer and football training for the special Olympics there we go. and I'm psyched for, her. and I want to say thank you, Bailey. Thank you, Bailey's family for all of the support. And, uh, you're going to have a great year. See, right man, it, it's man. stories right like it. that, that Love just, that. it just trumps all the hate, you know, all yes. that stuff that, you know, we get criticized, the criticism, all that is just thrown by the wayside because of stories like that so that's that's amazing logan thank you for sharing that no she she's she's great and uh it it meant a lot so yeah nah man well uh shout out to bailey can't wait for you to win that goal can't wait for you to just have a fun time out there honestly and uh can't wait to see you logan uh watch your love unfold on bachelor in paradise i'm looking for make sure everybody listening (laughs) tune in september 27th bachelor in paradise does logan fall in love does he end up single or Does he end up with a mortgage and a dog? You got a two man. <laughs> does, does Logan settle down? We'll see. All right, man. All right, Logan. Appreciate hey, man. Appreciate you, so you coming on. Hey, Thank guys. You. It was great talking to you. Thanks for having me. You too, homie. Take care. Talk to you soon. Later. What'd you think, man? What'd you think of the combo? Uh, I, the same thing I said before meeting him. I just felt like he's an incredibly genuine person. Yeah. I think that he yeah. didn't mean to hurt nobody. I think that he followed his heart. And I think that... The timing was just a little off, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we told him that. Timing was off. He knows it was off. Uh, and some of the circumstances that, you know, happened on the show, the canceling of the cocktail parties, dudes starting drama yeah. that in turn canceled cocktail parties, him getting COVID. I mean, some of the things were out of his control. I mean, right. but he admitted that he could have done things a little bit better timing-wise. But at the end of the day, he owned up to it. He showed he, up, like you said. Exactly. He took his licks, and he's, he's keeping it moving. You know, hopefully he finds his love on Paradise right after Looking forward to it, man. All these storylines going in. Same, it's going to be exciting. There's some people in paradise. I want to see what happens. All right. So we're looking forward to seeing Logan as well as the rest of the cast on Paradise. So, ladies and gentlemen, to all of our listeners, we absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And you guys, you know we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, your insights, your comments, your feedback, your follows. So please don't forget to message us on social uh, talking about B as a bachelor in his nation on IG. Make sure that you guys get your spicy pumpkin lattes. It's officially fall season, baby. It's here. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. We love y'all.